1: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Nate Ryan, who joins us from San Antonio, KENS Channel 5 Sports anchor at the game on the court. Man, what was this like, Nate?
0: Amy, how's it going? I'll tell you what, I was just commenting that... I still sort of feel the electricity from the atmosphere inside the Frost Bank Center tonight. It's almost 1:30 in the morning here in the Central Time Zone in San Antonio, but it feels like it's it's much earlier than that. Even though the Spurs <laughs> lost, the, the the buzz from you know the build up before the game it was, it was really was it felt like just sort of a celebration, win or lose tonight for San Antonio. The fact that you know this player is taking the floor for them in a regular season game. I mean, going back all the way four months ago to the draft, even the draft lottery, when they knew they were taking Wembenyama, really just getting him on the floor in an NBA regular season game, uh, it really felt like the Spurs lost the game tonight, but it really didn't feel like, you know, they they had anything to lose in terms of a result, just because it really was just sort of an exciting culmination of, of what's going to be the norm now for San Antonio fans moving forward.
1: What did you see and hear with fans in the building pregame and then as this first game is unfolding? Oh, well, there was a, a crowd of uh,
0: 18,500 plus, which was you know, a little more than 3,000 more than made it to last year's season opener. I mean, if you just look at it, first played the Mavericks tonight. Uh, they closed last season against the same Mavericks team. Uh, in the last game of the regular season last year. Uh, That was the season in which the Spurs lost 60 games, the most ever under Greg Popovich. And fast forward to tonight, they're playing probably one of the more hyped season openers in recent NBA memory against this same team on national television. Uh, You know, about a quarter of the arena has Wembenyama jerseys. You're attracting a whole new fan base, not just from San Antonio, but from Europe. Uh, It's not just eyes locally here in this community, but everywhere you know, in the country. I mean, you look at, you know, the Spurs are leading highlight shows on national programs where, you know, in commercials, it's all an excitement that's returning to the city. Uh, you know, that's kind of been, you know, in flux and, and towards the bottom of the standings the past few years.
1: Well, we certainly led with Wemby fever. It was the first thing out of my mouth on tonight's show before uh, we even said hello. So we're we're right there with you. Well, what did Greg Popovich have to say about, his debut and his 19-year-old teenage sensations first game.
0: He literally said, "quote for quote," he said, "I thought he had a wonder wonderful outing," and, and that's Ooh. considering the fact that Wembenyama was in foul trouble most of the night, uh, picked up four fouls there pretty early in the ball game, and had to had to sit for you know early in the early in the fourth, picking up his fifth foul. He only had six points entering the fourth quarter, but then. Once he really got into a rhythm there down the, down the stretch, uh, I think it was nine straight points he had during a period in the fourth quarter where he, you know, willed them to the lead. That is when everybody in the building was sort of on their feet. Uh, you, listen, I mean, this is a guy who's, you know, had the cameras on him for the past year, and especially since coming to San Antonio. And when you talk about so much hype and so many cameras, so many expectations placed on Victor Wambanyama's shoulders on his NBA regular season debut – the first half did not go as everybody around, you know, the league and fans of basketball thought it would go. I mean, he had, you know, six points for, uh, you know, going up at halftime, and people were talking about him finishing. Oh, he's going to finish with at least twenty. He's going <laughs> to be dominant because that's what he was in preseason. In preseason, he played four preseason games. Not one of those games did Victor Wembanyama see the floor in the fourth quarter. Tonight was his first action in crunch time, so it, it really was his. Welcome to the NBA moment. And for a period there, about three, four minutes down the stretch, he really did take the game over. He, he took one out from beyond the arc. He hit a wing three to, you know, pull them within two points, 110-108, and then the n one dunk where, you know, Trey Jones threw a full-court pass to him. That's just something where the tallest, tallest guy on the floor go up and get it You uh, know three-point play. That was probably the most exciting point of the game. But for Greg Popovich, he said, word for word, I thought he had a wonderful outing uh, because despite the foul trouble, he didn't let his rhythm get affected.
1: It did seem as though Popovich was less than perturbed about the loss. In fact, he seemed very mellow to me. Maybe it's just because it's game one, but he didn't seem annoyed as usual.
0: No, no. He he (laughs) kind of was a little zenned out about it. Uh, (laughs) You know, he just sort of accepted the fact that, you know, Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving took over down the stretch. But again, too, I mean, it's game one of 82, and Greg Popovich and, and you know the time that I've been here covering him and sort of his constant throughout his twenty eight years as coach is he's never put preseason expectations on a team he's always gone out and let his squad go out and play he he's not a guy who thinks too far down the line in terms of you know putting expectations record on a season. I think that's one of the things that makes him so so kind of gruff and unique at the podium he, he's a little bit dismissive but He really, he, he, he almost puts things too simply in in a sense uh, when, when he, when he talks about, you know, his team and his performances, there's, there's not a whole lot more uh, to meet to the eye at the podium. Maybe it's something where, you know, I'm sure it's been befuddling journalists for a long time (laughs) as as far as, as far as what he, you know, goes into his press conferences. Sometimes people don't know if he's being serious or if he's joking, but here tonight, I mean, I think he's proud of the team's effort and now he's, you know he's on to on to game 2 of 82
1: Mm. Nate Ryan is with us from San Antonio after the Wembenyama debut and uh, an arena that was lit up from the very beginning. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence CBS Sports Radio. Just before we move on, uh, I do love about Greg Popovich that he is always all in on his people. For instance, when Becky Hammond's Aces won their second consecutive WNBA title, he was beaming. He was there. He was beaming. He was talking about drinking celebratory beverages. I mean, he definitely will light up for the people he cares about
0: yeah the, the night that the aces won the WNBA title that was last week he, he had just finished his own preseason game they had just beaten the rockets on a wednesday night but the team he wanted to talk about to start his press <laughs> conference was was the las vegas aces and he's long been a, a supporter of becky hammond when you think about the tree of coaches that he's had in the nba uh you know Steve Kerr played for him in San Antonio. Mike Brown was a former assistant. The list goes on and on with Will Hardy now with the Utah Jazz. It's an extensive, Monty Williams is another guy. It's hard-pressed to find a coaching staff where at least somebody on the bench has not either played for or coached under Greg Popovich, where uh, it was kind of funny last week, Steve Kerr um, Spurs played in Golden State, and, Steve Kerr said, oh, he senses Greg Popovich is rejuvenated now with a player of Wembenyama's caliber in year 28. And he was asked about that. And Popovich says, rejuvenated? You know, he kind of threw it back at Steve Kerr. He's like, rejuvenated? What what was I? You know, was I not rejuvenated before then? It's kind of a a funny thing there.
1: Are there any limitations on Wembenyama in terms of minutes? Anything like that?
0: I think you're going to see the limitations come in, not necessarily in minutes in a ball game, but it's we're going to be on games that are played on back-to-back nights. Um, you know, the Spurs have a history. They were one of the first teams to uh, institute load management, if <laughs> yes. you will. If you remember, you know, Parker, Duncan, Ginobili sitting a game against Miami 10 or some years ago. But I think it's mostly going to come on those back-to-back nights. And long-term, you look closer to the, you know, you hate to get look too far down the line, but – if the Spurs are contending for a playoff spot towards the end of the season, if they're looking to get into the play-in for the playoffs, it's going to be tough to sit Victor Wembanyama, considering he'll be one of your most productive players on a back-to-back night, and he's you know, going to help you win ball games. But if it's a case where the Spurs aren't contending for a playoff spot with, say, a month left in the season, if it looks a little bit out of reach, I think then is when you might start to see San Antonio take it a little easier with him, but uh, it, it's it's less about minutes in game because if he's cooking, uh, you're not going to look to you know turn off the stove by any means. It, it's more on more on games with back to backs, which is going to be worth monitoring.
1: Producer Jay and I were joking about this earlier that we're pretty sure the average NBA fan out there, or maybe even just the average sports fan, couldn't name more than two other guys on the spurs roster and maybe not even two so what else do fans need to know about the spurs around wemby
0: oh that's an excellent point too because i mean this is a team again lost 60 games a season ago and you know this is the youngest roster in the nba a little under 24 years of an average age this is on average per pay scale this is the team like the that Spurs average about $7 million per player this season. That's the lowest of any team in the NBA. Wow. They're also one of the tallest teams in the NBA. They've got an average height of six 6'6". Six. They're starting five that they're going to trot out this season. It, it looks like they're not going to have a natural point guard. You're going to have times where, you know, second year, 6'7 forward, Jeremy Sohan's going to be bringing up the basketball. Devin Vassell might be bringing up the ball. Victor Wembanyama himself, if he clears a rebound on the outlet... He'll dribble the ball up himself. Um, But Devin Vassell is a guy who just signed a five year contract extension. Uh, He's only 23 years old. He's a sharp shooting swingman out of Florida State. Last season, you didn't hear a lot of him because he missed half the year with knee surgery, but he led the preseason in three point shooting percentage. He's a guy who I think takes a big leap this year, particularly just because he's going to be on the floor. He's a lot healthier. Uh, Keldon Johnson has a ton of energy he was mic'd up if you were watching the ESPN broadcast bringing a lot of bounce to the locker room Zach Collins is is another guy who's kind of like a Wembenyama protector I look at him and you know if you're one of the older basketball fans he's kind of like a Bill Lambeer kind of guy where you know he's really in there as sort of an enforcer role but he can step out and knock down a mid-range jump shot don't be surprised if you see him get a you know, get involved in a scuffle. You might, you know, get you might lead the team in technical fouls, but uh no, this is a team that's very, very young uh, and very, very uh, versatile in terms of positions.
1: Luka Doncic now a grizzled veteran into his fifth season at the ripe old age of 24. Uh, but was, co- it, Seriously, right? The guy's <laughs>
0: like, you guys, almost my age here and he's he's one of these guys
1: (laughs) but cool to see him and Wemby on the floor together Uh, there could be hope then for this renewed rivalry between Spurs and Mavericks it'd be fun to see these two guys both international stars both uh, you know players who are generational maybe renew the excitement in the area around those two but also around you know them in the same building together
0: Yeah, it kind of goes back to, you know, all throughout the the 2000s, it was Dirk Nowitzki going up against Tim Duncan, who were two relatively international big men. I mean, Tim Duncan, obviously, from the Virgin Islands. But these teams used to have battles in the 2000s in the Western Conference playoffs, and now uh, possibly looking to move back to that. Obviously, the Houston Rockets adding some pieces in the offseason. Fred Van Vliet adding a guy like Dylan Brooks, who's always looking to stir the pot. Dylan Brooks and Zach Collins had to be separated in the preseason last week. I mean, they got into a little bit of a scuffle. Those guys will be a storyline worth monitoring here in the Lone Star State. But uh, across the board here in Texas, I mean, obviously the the influence of the international game in the league as a whole, you could make the argument that, you know, looking at international players, you've got Wembenyama, Luka Doncic, Nikola Jokic, Giannis Antetokounmpo. This is turning into a more international, you know, player's game than it is uh, you know, here on the home front, but uh, it certainly is going to be, and obviously Don contract and what he decides to do in the coming years, but mm. it's certainly shaping up to be where uh, th- these two guys are going to be, are going to be ruling the hardwood, especially here in the Lone Star State.
1: Before I let you go, Nate, would you, and this is a guesstimation on your part, but would you say fans in San Antonio root for the Rangers or the Astros?
0: That is a great question. Uh, <laughs> I, not being from Texas myself and being a, an impartial guy, I would probably say here in San Antonio, I'd go 75-25. It would lean Astros.
1: Really, it would lean
0: Astros. But I, but I would, I would say that a lot of that stems from more recent baseball fans, just because it's a what have you done for me lately, and the Astros have been, you know, doing particularly well in the last you know five to seven years. But uh, I would say 75-25. Astros the Rangers. Rangers do have a local tie here in San Antonio. They're starting third baseman, Josh Young. He's from right here in San Antonio. He went to high school at one of the local high schools out here. So that'll be will oh, cool. be a rooting point here for, for, for folks in San Antonio. But uh, that last series was a fun one.
1: Mm. Okay, so it's not actually nine thirty at night, Nate. It's after 1.30 Central Time. So maybe your adrenaline will start to wane here in a little bit. But uh, we appreciate a couple of minutes. You can find Nate on Twitter at Nate Ryan Sports from KENS Channel Five in San Antonio. Caught up in Wemby fever. It sounds like it's a lot of fun, though, Nate. Thank you.
0: Yeah, the only prescription there is an Advil PM for me. <laughs> think, thanks so much, Amy. Appreciate it. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours